Hubhopper Originals. To start your podcast for free, log on to studio.hubhopper.com. Hello everyone, I am back with another Spanikdote and um, I don't think a lot of people know this about me, but um, I had suffered from depression from 2015 to 2017. I was diagnosed with major depressive disorder. Around this time, I had gone through a lot of uh, issues and um, I was on medication and I cooperated with therapy, after which I got better. And I want to dedicate today's episode to the importance of uh, mental health. It is very important for us to be mentally healthy, just as much it's important for us to be physically healthy. And um, we live in um, surroundings that are very polluted, which is not good for your brain. Uh, most of us millennials, uh, we have jobs that are very stressful. That is not good for your brain too. We are going through um, uh, a very different understanding of relationships. Back in the day, uh, relationships were meant to last forever. Most of us have uh, parents or grandparents who stayed married to each other with no divorce records in their families. But um, in this day and age, relationships are also very toxic and very polluted. So I would just like to request everybody, if you do not feel like yourself for over two weeks, please do not, like, please don't think that it's just a phase and it'll get over. If you haven't been able to put your finger in one bowl and if you have been switching jobs, if you have been very restless, if you are a recluse, if you stay inside the house... Trust me, you have to be your knight in shining armor and go get help. I um, was on the verge of a very dark place and I sought help and I'm much better now. And today's episode is going to be about, uh, not mental health awareness, I'm sorry, but uh, it's about a mad person, a lunatic, uh, if I may use that word. Uh, So in villages in Assam, if uh, somebody loses their mind, they are accepted, they're not isolated. And I'm talking about villages with absolutely very little literacy rate, villages where um, most of the people are farmers. So if somebody loses their mind and uh, they become a lunatic, they're not boycotted, they're accepted, they're invited to weddings. They might be crazy, they might have completely lost touch with reality, but they're still treated with a lot of compassion. So if you know of somebody And I say this as a survivor, if you know somebody who's going through a tough time, who's going through mood swings, who's going through a time when they need some care and some loving, um, be compassionate to them. I know it can be very difficult. I became extremely toxic and difficult when I had depression. And um, to my shock, um, even family (laughs) abandoned me. Um, But uh, there were people, uh, my own parents, uh, for example, and uh, friends, And I want to say a big thank you to my friends who are listening to this. You know who you guys are. I owe my life to you. And my colleagues um, at GAP. They were amazing, superbly instrumental in me feeling better. And I started writing Spanikdotes and here I am. So moving on. uh, Today's Spanikdote is uh, about a village called Puroni Gudam, which is a small village in the Norgaon district of Assam. wedding in the Saikya neighborhood of Puranigudam and the groom was coming all the way from Dibrugar in a 407 bus. If you don't know what a 407 bus is, it's just a bus model. So 
a lot of times the barat in Asmi's weddings would, you know, village Asmi's weddings would um, travel in this bus. So the groom was coming all the way from Dibrugar in a 407 bus with his family and friends. And uh, two banana trees on either side of the gates of Noborun Saikya's house heralded that there was a wedding in progress to passers-by. This was the Koinaghar, or the bride's house. So in Assam, if you see a house with uh, two banana trees on either side, uh, that means there's a wedding happening there and it's the bride's house. So that's symbolic, it's tradition. Minuti was the village lunatic. Nobody knew where she was from. Dressed in an assortment of cans, polythene bags, t-shirts, gloves, hair clips, movie posters, she delighted every time there was a wedding in the village. She would go and plonk herself in the chairs reserved for the groom's side and sing at the pitch of her voice, Bianams. Bianams are folk songs sung at Asami's weddings. And then the family would thank her for her blessings and serve her some food on a banana leaf, which she would eat and then be on her way. After packing a few plastic spoons, flowers, tissue papers or some non-essentials from the beautifully decorated pandal or some non-essentials from the beautifully decorated pandal. Noburan Saikya's daughter, the bride, her name was Jinu. She was a PhD in Sanskrit. She loved to write poetry and she would also get published on Sunday specials of vernacular newspapers. The groom Hiranyo had just secured himself a job as a junior engineer in the public works department. And government jobs are a big thing in um, Assam, okay? I'm, I'm sure government jobs are a big thing everywhere. Who doesn't want a government job? The marriage was arranged after Hiranya's mother saw Jinu while on a visit to Puranigudam for a wedding. Everything was sorted. Guests poured in, pictures were clicked, the bride looked ravishing, and the food was highly praised for its deliciousness and generous servings. The landline rang to inform the bride's side that the groom's bus will reach at around 1am. It was halfway there. It was about 10pm and the kids had started falling asleep amidst the festivities under the Saikya wedding pandal. It was time to take the bride for her last dress change of the day, from wearing that beautiful teal Mekhela Sador. Mekhela Sador is the uh, Asmi's traditional dress. She had to change from her beautiful teal Mekhela Sador to the white and gold traditional coloured one for the quintessential Assamese bride. When at 2am the groom's side still hadn't arrived, men on bikes, who were relatives of the bride, were sent to find their whereabouts. I'm talking about a time when mobile phones hadn't come into being. At around 4am, with Jinu exhausted and anxious in her room, the landline rang. She picked it up instantly. The news was bad. The 407 met with an accident. Most people were dead, except a couple. Hiranya was dead too. Widower Nobarun Saikya had pearls of sweat on his forehead. Immediate gloom descended the festive environment. Jinu quietly started changing into a nightgown, while everybody else broke into tears and tried to console Mr. Saikya. Jinu emerged out of the room with a calculator because payments had to be made to the tent house, the caterers, etc. Everyone was shocked at how composed she was. They let her do the math, thinking this is probably the best way she could deal with it. Maybe this is how she was coping. Slowly, everybody dispersed, except for close family. The house felt barren and cold. The leaves of the banana trees at the gates had withered and stooped in submission to the gloom. 
A police van came in to ask questions. It was 7am and the phone rang incessantly from inquiring families from all across Assam, which Mr. Saikya attended to with a heavy heart and a sullen voice. Someone from the neighbourhood went into the kitchen to make tea for everyone. Jinu was taking cash out of a trunk and paying people off while the tent was getting dismantled. Minoti, the village lunatic, walks in through the drooping banana trees on either sides of the entrance, sits down on a chair and sings It's a famous folk song which says, it actually teases the bride, saying, Oh bride, they're saying your tent is falling apart, but the truth is that your groom has a squint and his vision is disturbed. So it's 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 something that people sing to brides, you know. It's one of the wedding traditions back in Assam. There was no stopping Minoti. The caterers are throwing stale cut vegetables into a bin. The flowers are being torn off and swept away. The pillars holding the tent are being brought down. The decorative light bulbs are being pulled out of sockets. The carpets are getting removed. The chairs are getting stacked and piled to be sent back to the tent house. Yet Minoti kept belting out one Bia Nam after another. She kept singing wedding songs, traditional folk wedding songs. Finally, she went up to Jinu and pulled her from her chair and started dancing around her while singing at the pitch of her voice with her polythene bags and torn movie posters and spoons for earrings and some more spoons in her hair. Minoti just kept dancing around to wedding songs in pure bliss while Jinu stood in the centre. Seeing this obnoxiety, Mr. Saikya hurried towards Minoti, hoping to yell at her to leave, but he stopped short when he saw that Jinu finally broke down into heavy sobs. The calculator fell from her grip. She sat down on the ground to mourn the death of Hiranya, who only a week back had sent her a Walkman with a cassette of mixed Assamese love songs that he recorded in a studio after cycling for 20 minutes back and forth. As Jinu let go of the tears and grief she had held in all this while in steady sobs, Minoti quickly picked up a few paper plates and an abandoned dirty sock and went about her day out of the Saikya parameters. That's the end of this anecdote. Don't be sad. But uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. And thank you so much for listening to Spanakdotes by Sonata. And um, the best thing about listening to a podcast is uh, you're consuming content passively. So listen to this when you're doing nothing, when you're chilling, when you're driving. And um, I'm on Facebook as Sonata Parashara, on Instagram as Sonteshwari, and the Sparringtoes page is on Facebook. So please like, share, subscribe, and give me tips and suggestions on how you think I can make Sparringtoes better. Thank you so much for listening to me and tuning in every Friday. Your love means the world to me. And I will see you next Friday. Think about what you should do um, if you're feeling sad. Try see somebody for help. And if you know somebody who is suffering from mental illness or a little bit of a bump in their usually fit mental health, be a friend, be compassionate, reach out to them. You don't stay sick forever. And I wish everybody who's going through something bad in their lives to cheer up. 
it's going to pass like everything now see you next friday Mwah. i hope you enjoyed this hub hopper original podcast if you want to get started with your own show please do get in touch we'd love to have you on board send an email to info@hubhopper.com that's info@hubhopper.com and we'll get back to you in a flash we're looking forward to creating some great audio content together